Welcome to the Blooming League of Original Podcast. We needed a break. It, it was, was quite a long slog, that first bit. Yeah, but it was good. It was good. Filling it with this and that, but having a well-deserved little break. How was it for you, Lizzie? Oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> it was just nice to be at home and be at home together. Yes. Yeah, it was nice. We saw my parents, didn't we? It Went did. bowling with Nanny Sue. It is. I'm terrible at bowling. had a terrible old If there's any, if you ever see any social media kind of footage of me bowling, I am hideous. I've never really been good at it unless the barriers are up, but I'm 29. Alfie was having a mental breakdown this yeah, time round. Yeah, I've had many of those. And it doesn't help that my mum is like amazing at every sport as well. Yeah. And she's very competitive. Bit of context for you all, Lizzie's mum, Sue J. Shout out to Sue, is a very good athlete and was and was a very good teacher and i obviously inherited all of those skills <laughs> very very sporty i've seen you dance tracy <laughs> we did that we went to the pumpkin patch yeah we did it was spooky season <laughs> and it's always the best day of the year because dolly loves it and dolly picks her own pumpkin whichever one she puts her snout on that's dolly's pumpkin it was quite a walk to the pumpkin patch wasn't it yeah but it was nice it was nice but we, it was a very steep down and uphill walk. We went to a pumpkin patch, it was like an independent farm near us, well, like a bus away. And it was very eventful. It was very fun and we enjoyed it. And we bought pumpkins. Why are you making it sound like it was awful? I no, thought it was enjoying no, it. Oh, I did enjoy it, but I remember the walk going up and down the hill. You're making us sound really lazy. No, 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 because you, you, you had to be there. The hill was really steep. And well, they weren't there, were they? Picture this you're on a hill, Lizzie's got the dog, and Dolly has the zoomies. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like at any moment they could both go rolling down. Yeah, yeah the risk factor was high. The risk reward. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So it's all good. But anyway, has it been easy getting back into the habit? Well, you don't wear one. Oh. Uh, and I only have like a fake one. Got a possibly oh, yeah. version. But yeah, it's been lovely being back. We both love Cardiff, which is where we are currently. And I always look forward to this theatre. We'll talk more about the Wales Millennium Centre later, but it's definitely one of the favourites. It's really nice. Yes, it's exactly the same group at the moment. There are people leaving soon, but not yet. They are leaving soon. Some people are not leaving soon. Um, I'm sure you can Alfie's work... never leaving. <laughs> I'm sure you can work out who's leaving. <laughs> I am never leaving. Alfie's ever. staying in the Sister Act forever and ever, amen. Uh, forever, yeah. So, hey, there's a production going to Australia. Yep, Sister Act in Australia. Yeah. Next summer, apparently. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. So, yeah, very oh, exciting. M- maybe people didn't know... <laughs> 
maybe that wasn't meant to say. No, we've been speaking about yeah. it pretty openly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not involved, but hey, maybe I will be. Is there one in Asia? Made that up. You've made that up. I have made that up. There's one in the Netherlands, which I'm also not involved in, but... Why are you talking about it then? Because you never, you know, never say never. They might be listening. They're like, oh, Alfie really wants to go to the Netherlands. See? That's what I've plugged myself in. It's networking. Big weirdo. Uh, it's taken over the world. Do you know what? It really is. Because as you know, there'll be two productions in the UK going on at the same time. Oh, I wonder who's going to be in it. I've got no idea. Anyway, we've been asked some fan questions, Alfie. Oh, yeah. So these have been sent in to us from Diana P. So thank you so much for sending some in. As if you listen, you will know at the end of each episode, we always encourage people to get in touch. So if Diana's questions inspire you, then please send in some of your own. But the first question is... I know you are in Cardiff this week. She saw Wednesday's matinee and she's back to see us again on Friday. How exciting. What is your favourite place to see and or activity to do when you come to Cardiff? Hmm, that's a good one. For me, it is the bay. I just, I kind of like it. Thanks. Uh, yeah, love spending time with my bay. <laughs> yeah, I, I just like the bay. Also, the theatre is gorgeous. It's nice being near the water and... If I'm honest, I haven't really explored too far out of, like, the centre of Cardiff. We're not even in the centre, though. Like, the bay isn't the centre. Oh, OK. Well, I've not explored anywhere near <laughs> the centre, then. I've only really explored the We bay. went to the centre last year. We went to the centre when we saw Jacob supporting Little Mix. Oh, yes. I forgot that was in Cardiff. So, shout out to Jacob Fowler. He used to be in a band called Since September, which Alfie was obsessed with. Uh, they won Little Mixer Search. And we came to Cardiff last year to watch them. It was the best night ever. So good. So that was in the centre of Cardiff, but Wales Millennium Centre is in Cardiff Bay, so it's not even the centre. Okay, well, sorry, Diana. My knowledge of Cardiff is not great. <laughs> I haven't really... We've done since. Cardiff Castle before. Oh, yeah. Of course, I know it's slightly better, actually. Alfie's talking as if he's never been to Cardiff. the museum. Alfie's been to Cardiff loads of times. I'm sorry. The museum was brilliant, actually. Yes, the museum was brilliant. So, yeah, we love Cardiff, Diana. Just ignore Alfie. Sorry, Diana. But, yeah, I think the theatre is just so, so nice. And um, Cardiff Bay is a lovely area, so it's nice to be around there. Diana also said she's visited six different theatres to date following Sister Act Around, with probably another two next year. Super fan. Do you have any idea of how many different theatres you have acted in throughout your careers, and do you have a top three? Wow. Who do you think's performed in more, Al? Me or you? Do you think it's me? Do we class Doncaster Leisure Centre as a theatre? Oh, I think you have to, because <laughs> I, I don't think it gets bigger or better than I'm Doncaster Dome. Is it me? No! It, maybe, with a touring aspect, because like, you do shows in that one place. Pinky Boots was your first tour, and I'd done two tours before that, and been to Australia and Hong Kong. The answer, Diana, is uh, Lizzie. Lizzie's done more. Well, because the big flex here is that my professional stage debut was at the Sydney Opera House. Yes. That was pretty cool. So that would definitely go in my top three. And actually, I would say Melbourne Arts Centre as well, because they were so welcoming to me and my colleagues when we were there. Literally, like, went above and beyond. They were just so, so nice. And then I think I would have to say... 
London Coliseum because, I mean, I couldn't have asked for a more amazing venue, really, to do hairspray in. So, Doncaster Dome is obviously in your top three. Doncaster Dome, because they have a little, like, so basically after the show, you can go swimming. Ice skating. Ice skating, or the soft play. Get an umbongo. <laughs> Other drinks are available, but Umbongo <laughs> is an elite but drink. That is where I was working with an actor called um, Henry Metcalf, who is sadly no longer with us. He was an icon, and he ate my pizza during the show without telling me. Uh, <laughs> so that's yeah. What's that's the one where you had to have a smaller set, the wheel or something? Oh yeah, the wheel. Is it the wheel? Yeah, it's called like the wheel or something. No, I don't... the wagon wheel or something. Isn't that a little biscuit? No, I swear it's called something like the wagon wheel. We'll come back to the wheel. Um, have a look you keep talking my in all seriousness the new london uh known now as the gillian lynn theater because that is where i uh made my west end debut <laughs> what show alfie uh, in case you didn't know i was uh, winding wheel winding wheel. chesterfield winding okay. wheel yeah that was a good one as i was uh, yeah, talking about me I made my West End debut at the New London, now known as the Gillian Lynn, where I was a swing in the original West End cast of School of Rock, I'll have you know. I was in the West End there for uh, <laughs> for about 16 months and I haven't been back since. That's up there. I made my professional debut at Buxton Opera House. So I would say that is actually... And you're back there for your birthday next year? I am. Next, yeah? I'm, we are touring. Full circle. Yeah, we're touring back to Buxton for my 30th with Sister <laughs> <laughs> So I'm actually looking forward to that. Big that night out there. in Buxton. Oh, uh, yeah, there's like one pub. Oh, it's going to be But what, what do you most look forward to in Buxton? The taps in the ground. Well, you can uh, have a lovely glass of refreshing water uh, just in the street. I enjoy that. So that's up there, the Gillian Lynn, and probably... I think it is Doncaster Dome. Is it called the Dome? Yes. I think it is one of my favourite venues because... God's sake. Because basically it wasn't a leisure centre. We did Joseph there and they rolled out carpet to cover up the badminton courts. And Asda Cafe across the road. There was an Asda Cafe across the road. And you stayed in the Holiday Inn. And look, if this isn't love, I don't know what is. I spent Christmas in Doncaster Holiday Inn. Huh. Isn't that, it was a great Christmas. And that's when we saw Cats, the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. What a bleak Christmas that was. You know that carol in the bleak midwinter? That was my experience in Doncaster. Yeah, it was was not good. Not a... Look, no, you know, the theatre could have been better. Job to job, babe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so the final question was, uh, and I love how you phrase this, Diana, this might well sound like a case of taking coals to Newcastle, but have you ever done or thought of doing a theatre tour? I did a tour of the new theatre in Cardiff a few months ago. It lasted about an hour and 45 minutes and was totally fascinating from start to finish as the people talking to us were so passionate about its history. It is the oldest remaining theatre in Cardiff at 117 years old. That's so cool. I've never done a tour of a theatre. Obviously, we, by working in them, see a lot more of the theatre than the average person would anyway. Actually, it's really great because for this podcast, we have to do loads of research about the theatres and we learn stuff that we wouldn't have known otherwise. That is true, yeah. Yeah, there's bits of a theatre that I've never seen. Like, I've never been up to a fly floor. I have. Have I've, you? I've got a fear of heights. Yeah. So I made it my, not to talk about uh, School of Rock again, oh, but geez. when I wasn't on stage, I made it my mission to watch the show from everywhere that people would work on because I was so keen and, like, I had the time. Because normally, I mean, since doing that and being off stage, I've never had the opportunity to do it again. So I watched the show from the fly floor. 
I watched the show from the follow spots. So yeah, I just thought, why not get a, get get a bit of it? I, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I mean, the view from the fly floor is not great, and I watched it from the sound department, which was under the stage at Gillian Lynn. Why don't you just marry the Gillian Lynn Theatre? Uh, okay. I would if they'd actually you know let me back into the West End, but it's not been what happen. nine years. Not talented enough. <laughs> oh, one day I'll be back. One day doing You'll a theatre tour. Be back. Yes, dream role. My dream roles there, King George. If I'm you're listening, Cam Matt, he's very interested. Very interested. I'm available and cheap. Very cheap. <laughs> very, very, very cheap. cheap. One of your cheaper we'll, options. We'll perform for hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! If you were to do a tour, would you pick a venue? I I have one. Is there any one? Is there anything? Yours is going to be stupid. No, it's going to be the Doncaster Dome. Because <laughs> I want to have a look at the ball pool and the swimming pools. <laughs> I don't know. I, d- I, d- I feel like we're so lucky because, like I said, we see so much more of them yeah. than people would otherwise. Yeah, maybe not. It's a little bit Busman's holiday for us, only because we are a backstage a lot anyway, and we do kind of see a lot of it. So, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Don't mind. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> we are in Cardiff this week. Um, there you are. Available. We'll perform. We'll perform for hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> if, in fact, if they just made you one of those hats with the string on it and the hot dog, <laughs> like on the string in front of your face, yeah, you'd put loads of effort in. I would. I wouldn't mark it for once. Good. You said it. No, we're having a lovely week in Cardiff, aren't we, Al? Yeah, staying with Neil. Staying with Neil. Our musical director, Neil MacDonald. Our lovely musical director, and Dolly is absolutely buzzing that Neil is there, honestly. Yeah. We're so lucky with Dolly because she loves people and she finds having company from other people so exciting. Yeah. Um, and Neil quite often has got home before us each night and we go in and they're cuddling always cuddling neil and dolly little romance and it's nice because our digs here are genuinely a 30 second walk from the theater lovely airbnb yes diana this is one of the reasons why i haven't really ventured out this week because i am round the corner chelps but yeah we are in cardiff as we keep saying it's the capital city of wales big up wales you're doing Swansea as well. Yes. And I did Clendudno on the last bit, which is one of the best tour venues because it's a nice seaside town. And you were going there, but not anymore. Cancelled. I have never been to Swansea, I don't think. No, I don't think I have. So, That'll be exciting. nice. As usual, we travelled by train, didn't we? And we came all the way from Brighton. We've actually weirdly done that journey quite a few times because... Even though Alfie's chosen to forget about it, we go to Cardiff quite a lot. And the journey was fine because you pretty much go into London and then it's a straight train from Paddington. Oh, yeah. So it's not too bad. No, fine. Only a couple of hours, really. Yeah, not too bad at all. It's been an amazing audience reaction so far. It's the second time that the Sister Act tour has come here because I was here, weirdly, exactly a year ago because I had Halloween in Cardiff. And it's so nice to be back because last year when I was here, I had my COVID booster and my COVID booster gave me the flu and I missed half the week. And I was so gutted because I love Cardiff and I love the Wales Millennium Centre so much. So, so far this week... I've done the whole week and I'm planning to try and get through this three weeks and just power through no matter what because don't cry everyone but it's coming to the end of my time on the tour so yeah I'm just 
hoping to get through these next three weeks without any hiccups and enjoy my time. Mm. Oh, shut up. The only bad thing about the Wells Millennium Centre... I know what you're going to say. It's not dog-friendly. It is a shame. And we're talking, like, really not dog-friendly. Get your dog away from the theatre. Yeah. Kind of unfriendly. That's a shame. But that's why having digs that are so close has been an absolute godsend. And Dolly has had amazing dog care this week. Yes. Big up Jess takes the lead. They had her last year and they loved her. She loved them. They were so brilliant because we've mentioned it on here. We're trying to get dog care in each of the cities. It's really difficult because a lot of places just won't take dogs they don't know. But Jess takes the lead was recommended recommended to me through my friend Laura Mansell who I did Fat Friends the Musical with they were brilliant last year so we've used them again twice this week and they've been amazing again and it's just great that Dolly is kind of getting some stimulation being with other dogs and other people and yeah she absolutely loves it yeah she does love it so that's been really good anything else to add Alfred It's a lovely Sainsbury's near the theatre that we pop into every evening. But on a serious note, I think the audience reaction here is like one of the best that you can get. And it kind of shows how amazing Sister Act is that within a year we have come back to the same venue and it's sold out both times with an incredible reaction. Absolutely. The demand is there for the show. You've got people singing the songs as they're leaving, like outside in the street singing, and it's just really nice. Yeah. Lovely and lovely. Definitely. So moving on to the tour now, this week we've been performing in the Wales Millennium Centre. So I'm going to tell you some facts about it. Ooh. Passive aggressive, wasn't it? <laughs> just listen to me, yeah? Yeah, you've done your research and I'm excited. You ready to be wowed? Wow me. It's the second largest stage in Europe. What's first? Don't I. <laughs> Get on Google. Right. But that's pretty cool, isn't it? I didn't know that. It's a big stage, though, isn't it? Big old stage. Big up. What a barn. What do you call me? Biggest stage in Europe. Is it Doncaster? Shut up about Doncaster Dome. Uh, it is... Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, give me a sec. At this point, can you edit in, you know, that music where it's like just waiting noise please i believe it is if i am right the Friedrichstadt palace in I'm guessing that's germany yeah we come back to that i think it's in frankfurt oh where cats was on when I you were there so, yeah maybe yeah that, when you said that name of that theater i thought i think that's where cats was on when you were there i think so i think oh no oh sorry no that's a cinema why this is why i don't do this this is your section i wasn't expecting questions i just come with the facts look it, it's hard to say on google but let's say it's in frankfurt germany here's some more facts the outside is clad in slate from welsh quarries I did know that. Are you just trying to ruin my entire segment? <laughs> Every time you do your Dolly bit later, I'm going to go, I knew that, I knew that. You What's this? What's you that? You don't know what me and Dolly did. You yes, weren't there. I do. No. Because I've seen there. pictures. Yes, I know, but you don't know about the Beastie Benches and their origin, do you? Spoiler alert, you'll find out in a bit. No one likes your section anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they wish Dolly presented it. But she can. Hey, guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I did this week. That's Dolly's voice, by the way. Yeah, right. A little bit of a... Just so you know, when we rescued Dolly, the the agreement was that Lizzie could pick the name 
and I could pick the voice. So are you going to present her section as her this week? Yeah, I'll, I'll, it'll be me and Dolly this okay. week. Okay, you might get vocal damage, but it'll be worth it. will be worth it. Back to the Welsh <laughs> Sorry, I won't interrupt you, though. The bronze-coloured dome was built to withstand the weather of Cardiff Bay. Very strong. And this I really liked. The inscription on it, so when you see pictures of it, there's basically this massive inscription in Welsh on the outside, and it translates to, in these stones horizons sing. Very nice. Isn't yeah. that beautiful? It's nice. I didn't know that. So that all so far was from Wikipedia. Then I had been convinced that someone had told me about the wooden design of the inside being built to support acoustic performances. So I'm pretty sure that one time when I was at Wales Millennium Centre, and again, it will help if you Google pictures of the inside of the theatre for this, the inside is all wooden. And where the balconies are, it's all these kind of what looks like randomly aligned panels of wood and I had been told that they were actually all specifically angled so that the sound could bounce off them sorry Alfie's just yawning <laughs> so rude no, a rude way I'm yawning I'm very tired but I'm still here recording it because I'm very excited to just a cheeky yawn it's not about your section I promise you just wait till you're trying to do your section <laughs> anyway I've been told that they've been aligned so that the sound bounced off and, and the acoustics were supported throughout the whole theatre. And I don't know who told me that, but then I went on hyperjoinery.co.uk. <laughs> so that would by any chance. Well, my factoid was confirmed. Right. It said the wooden design inside creates warm acoustics. To be honest, the sound is probably some of the best you'll get. Yeah, it's amazing. It is amazing. It's, it's like you're, you feel like you're doing like a concert. It's awesome, the sound. So that explains it. There you go. Thanks to joinery.com. Back to Wikipedia. It's actually a very modern theatre. It was built in 2004, so it's not even 20 years old. Mm. And it was designed by Jonathan Adams, Tim Green, Keith Vince and Richard H. Powell. Whoa. So if you're a fan of any of their work... Get yourself down to Wells Millennium Centre. one of those theatre tours. Yeah, if they, if they offer Do you know that. what, actually? If they offered a theatre tour, I'd recommend it. Not that I've ever been on it. But it's an interesting building. Uh, and just for the auditorium. So alone, interesting that you yawned throughout the entire segment. Not the entire section. When you yawn, it's your soft palate. I'm not tired. I'm warming up for my section. Oh, Dolly is as well. <laughs> So obviously I talked quite a lot about design features there and if you check our social medias you will find exclusive photographs of many of the theatres we visit courtesy of Rocky Horror Show legend Christian Labacombe and he is still touring with Rocky Horror as Riff Raff. He's now in Italy and he's done over 2,000 performances worldwide and he's from Wales. Doing over 2,000 performances is actually... Because I've... Pr- I think we were calculating the other day that I'll soon have done about 400. Yeah, 2,000 performances. That is... Mad. That is madness. In the same show. But also, like, if you love your job... Yeah. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. He's clearly doing something right. They haven't got rid of him yet. Yeah. 2,000 shows, <laughs> so I'm sure he's... You can barely get through 200 <laughs> before someone's like, oh, get someone else in. I, I struggle to get through about eight a week, so... We know. <laughs> Before we get on to this week's tour feature and what Dolly got up to this week, yeah. <laughs> she's ready. 
we're gonna take a short ad break. G'day, and welcome to an extra short preview edition of Thrash and Treasure, the Torture Chamber musical comedy podcast where Mrs. Brill secretly goes for a booty call with Stacey Jacks. And speaking of a boot, I'm joined as unusual by my curmudgeonly cubic Canadian coffee date, who thankfully doesn't just come from away, he stays there. It's musical theatre radio head honcho, Mr. John Paul Yovanov. How's it going? Hey, sadly, that's the nicest thing somebody said to me in like the last six months. So thank you. Certainly the nicest thing I've said to you. <laughs> it, it actually, that is very true. Good point. <laughs> no, that's not true. We're very supportive of each other, even though we are arch nemesis. We are, Mike. <laughs> you know, we all need our foil of some kind. James Bond has Blofeld. Um, Garfield has Odie. Um, lasagna has Garfield. You know, whatever that means. Guess what? And you, JP. What? 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 <laughs> I had to get through the script. <laughs> we have another legendary West End diva in the lion's den tonight. But luckily, lion taming runs in her family because we're about to hear the main pride of Kaleon roar. So let's pounce from lions <laughs> to whales from whence this wonderful warbler whisked Charlie Girl and the boyfriend away to Greece to make her West End debut <gasps> before escaping out of the rain and into the woods. Well, Torchwood under Milkwood, to be specific, and then back home to Greece for Mamma Mia again in London. So kiss me, Kate, and chuck the five kids and it in the back seat with JP so we can go cruising across the City of Angels to Camelot in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang as we drive this dreamy diva into our practically perfect torture chamber where it's curtains up with a spotlight on an incredible career that leaves us all crazy for you. So throw your umbrellas in the air for the superlatively fantastic, exponentially hypnotic queen, Caroline Sheen. Yay, welcome to the torture chamber. Oh, I can see movement. Yay, I haven't frozen up. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> that was brilliant glad you enjoyed it i loved it i've heard diane's uh, podcast with you and i remember her saying that there were things you mentioned that she'd forgotten she even did and that was exactly the same for me i was like oh yeah i remember that <laughs> that's what happens when you get old isn't it i think now your introduction was actually very hard to write because spotlight in all their wisdom has decided to stop people from clicking on links and accessing the profiles unless you sign up and pay for it. Oh, there's a there's a lot of talk about Spotlight at the minute and Ooh. how difficult it is to access without having to pay through the nose for it. So um yeah, and I'm I'm not surprised and and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> That's fine. Look, I and I had to gather information from different places and try to piece it all together and goodness gracious me. And is it true that your grandmother was a lion tamer? Well, not not my grandmother, no, but my grandfather's grandmother. So my great great grandmother Great, great. was a lion tamer and, and wow. apparently an elephant tamer as well. And you can hear the full interview along with more incredible legendary guests on Thrush and Treasure wherever you get your podcasts exclusively to the Bloop Network. So, given that we're in Wales, we thought it would be fun for this week's touring feature to discuss all the regional accents and vernacular around the UK. Uh, what? We're back. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I've skipped a bit. It's very unusual that Alfie's oh right. Oh my God, but... look at me. I'm actually like on it, maybe. Blimey. Right. <laughs> Ready? Yes. We're back with Around the World in the <laughs> 
<laughs> We're back with Around the World in 80 Plays. I'm Lizzie B and that's... Alfie Parker. And that's... Dallin J. <laughs> you pick that up. <laughs> Do it again. Right. We're back with Around the World in 80 Plays. I'm Lizzie B and that's... Alfie Parker. And that's... Dallin J. And this week we've got an appointment with the doctor because we're in Cardiff, Wales. Yes. Vocal damage from the Dolly impression. Yeah. So, given that we're in Wales, we thought it'd be fun for this week's touring feature to discuss all the regional accents and vernacular around the UK, Ireland and even the world. Firstly, Alfie, do you know what vernacular means? I do. Right, now on to the next section. <laughs> <laughs> what right. do you think it means? Right, we're discussing regional accents and vernacular. So let's say it is terms we use depending on which reason, re, uh, region we're from. I'm going to get the official. My understanding is it's like the way people speak. Like inflections or... Here we go, drum roll. The language or dialect spoken by the ordinary people in a particular country or region. Okay, it's kind of what I thought it was, but I don't use the word vernacular. Nah, vernacular spectacular. <laughs> the words of a vernacular. What's that song from Moulin Rouge? Spectacular, spectacular. Spectacular. Alfie vernacular. loves vernacular. Waking yeah. up with Carl <laughs> in joke because Alfie's obsessed with what's that piece of music <laughs> good morning vernacular <laughs> vernacular oh dear maybe we can talk about the um where's he from Transylvanian Transylvanian accent as part of this segment I'm not as long as we don't have to do these accents because I'm gonna would know because I'll offend everyone <laughs> and I'm not, I don't agree to that I'll get cancelled every episode there's something that I do that's gonna get me told off yeah that's the whole purpose, oh. I'm getting cancelled. So there's loads of different accents across the UK and Ireland. And it's not just different cities or different regions. It can honestly be as specific as like different towns. Because we yeah. even are from towns really close to each other and our accents are very different. Yeah, absolutely. Any different words for things? I think my favourite, if we're talking about Wales, pop de ping is the Welsh word for microwave. Is that an official? It is. It is official? Yeah. Crazy. And I love it because it's basically the sound a microwave makes. pop de ping In the UK, we're very divided in what we call our main meals as well. And yeah. I think that is something And bread rolls. Bread that rolls. That always gets Yeah. And then like, obviously like across the whole world, you've got chips and then you, you've got fries and thongs talking on a tangent about flip-flops and you know but in the UK that's an Australian thing though in the UK everyone would call them flip-flops oh yeah sorry and, and now I can tell my favourite joke now what do you call a Frenchman wearing sandals I don't know Philippe Philop <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke that is good but yes but in the UK there's a big divide on whether you call it breakfast lunch and dinner and I think like regional foods are so different so in the different. UK as well yeah for such a small country in the grand scheme of things when you look at a map we are tiny and yet a different town next door will have a completely different culture. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, obviously in Wales we have the Welsh accent. In terms of adjusting to different accents, I think we are in an industry, especially in the UK, where we work with people with so many varying accents anyway. Like even when you think about the company of Sister Acts, we've got American, Irish, Welsh, Scottish, yeah. Southern England... 
which is arts. Right, anyway, this is my favourite question. Can you do any regional accents? Um, no. Go on. Where? Right, Liverpudlian. Oh, because it's going to offend everyone. People, shut them. Is that not going to offend everyone? That's my Liverpudlian accent. Hey, calm down. How are you? How's that? You like saying, uh, you like doing your um, Newcastle, me tattoo. Oh, yeah. Bye, bye, man. Cooper's Cooper. How's that? Cockney. I think people think that I talk. Apples and pears, apples and pears. Yeah, apples and pears. As long as it ain't Yeah, it's that lazy English, isn't it? Irish. Top of the morning to you. That will offend everyone. I had an audition for Banana Man and the director said, oh, so you're going to read for the policeman, so can you do it in Irish? And I said, oh, I don't really, I can't really do an Irish accent. I know this story. You <laughs> said it on your CV. Yeah, it's on you? my CV. So I went, That's oh. why we don't lie on our Spotlight CV. I said, oh, I can't, I can't really do an Irish accent. And he said, oh, well, it's here on your CV. It says you can. And he was like, shall I give you 10 minutes and then you can come back in? And I said, yes, please. Got offered the part, though. Got offered the job. So you didn't do it. Didn't do it in the end. Because you don't like fruit. <laughs> If it was Burger the Musical. Absolutely. Burger, burger Man. Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's the Musical. And now, can you do your Welsh accent? Can you give me something to say? Yep. Welcome to Around the World in 80 Plays. Welcome to Around the World in 80 Plays. I'm just going to offend it to the Welsh episode. Do your Welsh accent. Oh. Welcome to Around the World in 80 Plays. It's offensive. It's not good. Let me see, because my Welsh accent's quite good, but that is quite a hard sentence to say. Welcome to Around the World in 80 Plays. Oh, that's much better than mine. Yeah. Da 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 da. Welcome to Around the World in 80 Plays. If it is. <laughs> Welcome to Around the World in 80 Plays. 80 Plays. Do your Tom Jones. Oh yeah, baby. Spy on me, baby. Use a satellite. See, that's your Welsh impression. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. Uh, sex bomb, sex bomb. Talking of impressions, I can do a really good Dalek, actually. <laughs> on the Doctor Who episode. Yeah, he actually episode. can as well. Right, now this is my voice. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything with my hands or anything like that. Kind of grabbing my throat. Here we go. Sterminate! <laughs> yeah, I practised that. That's very good. It's really useful as well. Around the world! Yeah. 80 plays! I think it's pretty good. It is I am going to be off for the rest, of the, the rest of the run. Yeah, there you go. There's that. Now that you've got a sore throat, it's time uh-huh. for everybody's favourite segment. What did Dolly do? of architecture and sculptures around the bay. Now, I didn't do the whole art trail because it was going to take over three hours. And you're lazy. And I'm a lazy boy. Mm. No, it's quite a lot for Dolly as well. Um, so Don't blame the dog. I'm going to blame the dog. So, we still had a walk. We walked for about an hour around the bay. Uh, and let me tell you about some of my favourite sculptures. <sighs> now, <sighs> finished. Yeah. Welcome. 
<laughs> so my segment now. Yeah, no, I love this segment. Um, so I will stop because I'm not rude like you. Thank you. I am rude. So rude some of my favourite. Well, I am a rude boy. Some of my favourite sculptures were. I don't want to know about your favourite sculptures. I want to know what Dolly. What's the name? Dolly's favourites then. What can she tell us then? My favourite was the Merchant Seaman's Memorial. Uh, it's an award-winning sculpture fusing together a sleeping head and a ship's hull. The sculpture is sited in front of the Welsh Parliament in Parliament Cardiff Seeds in Cardiff Bay. I actually know where that is as well. It's right next to the theatre. Can you stop interrupting me, please? No. It was constructed using the traditional shipbuilding technique of riveting plates of metal together. If you want to find out more about this one, the source is johndesmond.com. Almost as good as piperjoinery.co.uk. That's John Desmond, one word, dot com. (laughs) (laughs) Some of my other favourites. Now, this is a bronze sculpture of a young couple and their dog that stands... Yeah, you see? That stands in Mermaid Keys. It's called People Like Us. And it represents the people who lived and worked in the area, then known as Tiger Bay. In the days when it was... (laughs) uh, This was back in the days when it was a thriving commercial port. The work was created by sculptor John Clinch in 1993. Before we were born. Yes. And if you'd like more information on this, you can visit uh, stayinwales.co.uk. Lovely sources. I've I've tried this week, but let me go. Now, Dolly's favourite work, and mine as well. Now, these are called the Beastie Benches. Yes, (laughs) I saw them. Uh, These are a series of nine carved brick benches from the bay and other art walks, because there's more than one, obviously. These are inspired by the mythical creatures described in the Dylan Thomas. Yeah, Dylan Thomas. He's a really famous Welsh poet. He did Under Milk Wood. Yes. You don't know that, do you? Under Milk Wood is amazing. But I do know, because it's in my notes, but I don't know. But yes. Uh, So these benches are inspired by the poem Ballad of the Long-Legged Bait, uh, and they're by the remarkable reliefs on the nearby Peerhead building. Sorry. (laughs) I thought you were going to say who made them. No, this this is where you can find them. Oh, right. (laughs) They are by uh, the artist, the remarkable (laughs) relief. You didn't say the artist. (laughs) That's what it sounded like you were going to say, though. They're based on this, and they are by the remarkable (laughs) reliefs. I think this part of my notes is still a bit squid. <laughs> <laughs> that because you copied and pasted it? Uh, I did, off vads.ac.uk. That's V-A-D-S <laughs> dot A-C dot U-K. Oh, jeez, Louise. Uh, so, yes, that's vads.ac.uk. <laughs> Thank you. And if you like the artist, the remarkable thing <laughs> I've My head notes have really gone wrong. Uh, Ballad of the Long-Legged Oh, Bugs. no. And by the remarkable reliefs on the nearby Peerhead building, the artist created a series of delightful beast adventures. <sighs> they are actually amazing as well, and Dolly genuinely loved them. She did, and every single bench is different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally look, crying. <laughs> they just look like different beasts. <laughs> different beasts. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, you can find them by the remarkable reliefs. <laughs> Um, you know that Harry Potter thing that's like fantastic beasts and where to find them? Yeah. <laughs> Remarkable relief by the Pierhead building. Yes, uh, they were my favourites. And oh, I have taken pictures of, of us visiting them. Uh, and They are really cute pictures. It was so funny because we walked Dolly round a little bit of the trail each day and then you did that longer one with her. Yeah. 
I tried to get nice pictures of her with all the things and she didn't play ball. And then you came back and it was like she'd done a professional photo <laughs> shoot for you. Yeah. There was a cute one where she was sat, she was sitting next to a sculpture of a man. And I think she thought at one point he was like trying to give her a treat. <laughs> <laughs> like he was just looking at the man and I was like, no, he's not really. He's made out of bronze or something. It's quite a short and sweet segment for us. Uh, we walked around near the Norwegian church. Yeah, and you were gutted, weren't you? Because because the cafe we haven't had time this week to get the Yorkshire pudding wraps. Oh, oh, oh this sounds so good. Uh, for any listeners who don't know what Yorkshire pudding is, uh, it's, it's a British delicacy. Basically, yeah, uh, you the kind best of, part of a roast dinner. You fill it with gravy and peas and you know whatever you want really. Toad in the hole, British delicacy. Mm. Uh, it's sausages and a Yorkshire pudding. Mm. So, yeah, they do rap form of that. No time. No time. Probably make you well. Yes, please. Well, it is nearly Christmas. Nearly crimble. No, wait. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is. I don't know who I am anymore. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, well done, Alfie, and well done. Darling! Oh, yeah, sorry, Dolly didn't talk as much. The Dalek impression has kind of, I feel like, ripped some of my throat. Didn't you mean Dolly's throat? Dolly's throat. Oh, I can do a Kermit impression as well. Oh, here we go. So many impressions. The full rep. Oh, because it's Christmas. There's magic in the air. There's laughter in the air. It's my birthday to Christmas. (laughs) How's the joke between Kermit and Mr. Bean? Hey! That's my Miss Piggy. More gravel. Yeah, there you go. Do you want to show anything else for the uh, possible casting directors listening? How about your Irish again? Because that was starred on your spotlight profile. Yeah, I can do a bit of a, of a man of no importance. Okay. Singing as well. No. But why not, hey? It's the Musical Theatre Podcast. I don't want to stand on the stage with a sword. How's that? I went to a pantomime once I was born. Pantomime. <laughs> I went to a pantomime. Yeah, well, look. I need a dialect coach. I need Dylan. Is that his name? He's dead. Like, long dead. Who? The, the poet. I'm not talking about a poet, I'm not a dialect coach. Who's Dylan? Dylan Thomas, no, the I'm Welsh not, poet. I'm not talking about Dylan Thomas, I'm talking about the man that did our dialect kicky boots. Richard Ryder. Oh, Richard, not Dylan. Richard. I need Richard. I don't think you do. Right. Good eye. Throw another shrimp on the Barbie. That's what people from Australia say, what isn't What they say? A yabby on the Barbie. Hey, you drongo. And, and everything sounds like a question. You're such a bogan. No, up at the end. You're such a bogan. Would it be bogan? Yeah. He's such a bogan. They always oh, go up right. at the end. It's like they're asking a question all the time. Right. Oh, Strew. Nice. You're terrible, Muriel. Terrible. 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 Shout out to Wendy. Those Good. flaming galahs. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Just terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. terrible. See, I love uh, Strictly Ballroom. Never seen it. Do you know the Bogo Pogo? It's a great film. One of Baz Luhrmann's early work. I've never seen it. Terrible. Just terrible. Apparently our accents are terrible. Oh, they are just terrible. Terrible. But nice try. Where are you from? Anywhere, man. Anywhere. I'm so versatile, they all merge into one. Should we move on? I think it's best. So do I. <laughs> yeah, I think that's definitely a good place to finish up for this week's episode. It's at the end. <laughs> just cut straight to the end. Next week we are in... I sounded like a fart. <laughs> I promise that was Alfie attempting to do a drum roll, not him dropping his gut. (laughs) Next week we're in. Our pyjamas! Because we're taking a break. Oh, yes. We are in our pyjamas. Please, someone help. I'm going to start advertising for new (laughs) co-hosts. New partner. New partner. 
Well, yes, we are in our pyjamas. Well done. That sounded a bit more excited. Now, if you're good with maths, we're recording this while we're in Cardiff in November 2023, but we have two more stops before the tour takes a two-month break for the Christmas and pantomime season. So, in order for us to stay ahead of episodes airing, we're going to drop our episodes in five legs of seven stops. So whilst this is our Christmas episode, which is dropping on Boxing Day, we recorded it in November, along with Bradford and Sunderland, both of which won't air until we return for our new episodes in February. And if you think you're confused, it makes sense to our producer. We don't even know what's going on, to be honest. Alfie's face honestly looked like man seeing fire for the first time just then. So Alfie doesn't know what day of the week it is. Oh, it's just too much for me. I know, babe. It's all right. Anyway, look out for the next leg of seven episodes, which will begin airing in February, where Alfie will be stopping in Leicester, Dublin, Derry, Brighton, and Manchester, along with, obviously, Bradford and Sunderland, because I am doing Sister Act in London! Well done. Congratulations. Thanks. Uh, you will be missed, but, you know, casting for the tour will be announced soon. Uh, so do not worry. The tour is still happening. Uh, I will not be going to London. I'm going to stay here for, through choice uh, and nothing else. Has the cast been announced yet? Uh, I think we can probably say, yeah. I think so. Because by the time this goes out, yeah. it will have been. You're in the very safe hands of Clive Rowe. Yeah, Clive The absolute icon. <laughs> the, the proper Eddie Southerback. <laughs> Olivier nominee. Yeah, okay. Hey, look, I'll hold down the fort. Duke from Tracy Beaker. Um, so, yes, yeah, so you're in the very safe hands of Clive, who helped me hold down the fort here. He was lovely to you. Very he nice. Yeah, good guy, good guy, and some other awesome people. Yeah, talking, seeing as this is our Cardiff episode... We get Ruth Jones as my mother superior from Gavin and Stacey. Yes, and I, I also get to work with Ruth. Yes, um, she's going to do she's Dublin. She's doing Dublin. So we can both talk about Ruth. Yeah. Future reps. <laughs> anyway, you can find us on the social medias at 80 Plays Podcast. That's one word with the number 80 Plays Podcast. Something else to mention before we stop talking about Wales and Cardiff, is that the amazing Russell T Davies came to watch Sister Act here. Yes. Me and Alfie are very, very close with the lovely Leslie Joseph, who we've been working with on Sister Act. We love her. She's so generous to us, and we respect her so much as well. And, yeah, earlier this week, we just got a text from her. I'm with Russell T Davies. He watched the show tonight, and he loved both of you in the show. And we were like, oh, my God, we love him. Yeah. We were talking earlier about It's a Sin. Definitely one of the best programmes ever to come out of this country. And obviously Doctor Who. So thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. And I'm available to do the Daleks' voices or um, just to be any kind of monster you need. No costume required. I know, it's all provided just with how I look in general life. And will work for hot dogs. That's previously mentioned. Well, it's been one big plug this episode. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I think think the emails are going to come flooding. And I think this next bit, which you're always really good at, is going to help. I've practised. Here we go, then. One take, here we go. And did you know that you can purchase our theme song, Blue Sky, by Australian band Walken? Yep, you can help support our show and own the full track. All thanks to Drew and the boys of Walken. So thank you to them, because we're truly grateful for the support. So, Here we go. So if you go to www.thetonestontales.com, 
www.amazon.com forward slash bookstore. <laughs> Thank you. Right at the very top, you'll see our logo where you can buy your own MP3 of Blue Sky. MP3 of Blue Sky, which will help us fund this epic adventure across the UK and Ireland. Plus, we can buy dollies and treats along the way. And shout out to Drew, who's been listening every week. Oh, Drew. Go on, Drew. Go on, Drew. This one's for you. Love you, Drew. Bit much. Bit much. But that was very good. Thank you. I've been practising. I don't think you have, but well done. So if you have any questions, suggestions or comments, you can email us at 80daysplodcast. 80daysplodcast. Plodcast. <laughs> if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments, you can email us at 80 plays podcast at gmail.com. That's one word 80 plays podcast at gmail.com. And now, with the words of Christine Dye, think of me, think of me fondly when we say goodbye. Dolly's got rage. <laughs> <laughs>